Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, I Am Brew podcast. Um, you'll probably notice, but I'm not Brad. Um, we've just decided to do a, a quick episode this evening um, just because of the um, news regarding the um, staff at Scumport United not being paid, um, which was t- tweeted uh, out by um, Ollie Turner from um, BBC Radio Humberside. And um, we started to have a, a quick chat about this evening. It's obviously very distressing news um, coming out of the club and um, there's a lot of rumours flying around about, <clears throat> you know, the takeover situation and things like that. And and we kind of were in a, a sort of similar situation at the, the end of last month where there were some rumours that staff hadn't been paid. But unfortunately, uh, as of today, we, we know that they they haven't been paid this month's wages. Um, so we, we just thought we, we need to have a chat about that because it's obviously, you know, very, very serious and, and very distressing and concerning. And uh, uh, it's, it's not a good thing to happen, um, especially right before Christmas for, for, you know, people have got to pay the bills and things like that. So um, we thought we'd have a chat about it. Um, so, Matt, what on earth is going on? Yeah, I mean, as you say, um, really difficult situation. Um, obviously, at the back end of last month, we kind of, I don't know, may, maybe expected this to happen a month earlier. You know, Swan had already said you know, the money's not going to last forever. You know, he's not going to be able to keep putting money into the club. Obviously, wages were paid last month, albeit a few hours late. Um, but I think, you know, after that happened, although they got them paid and everything, for me, it was always about the end of November, really, as as to whether the wages were going to be paid. And it's just a, a really, really bad situation for for everyone considered. You know, you know the, the staff and players as well. You know, we're not talking about players on on massive wages anymore, are we? We're talking players that are kind of you know just earning earning a living, paying the mortgage and, and things like that. And I think um, I believe that the, everyone received an email today saying that they hope. Um, they'd be able to pay the wages tomorrow. But I think, yeah, it kind of all comes down to that, really, because that is a massive issue if, if those wages aren't paid tomorrow. And I think you're looking at it, obviously, we've got Notts County at the weekend. If wages aren't paid, if stewards aren't paid, if players aren't paid, you know, various other people that, that are due wages, is that game going to go ahead? I, I'm not convinced it will. Yeah, I think that that's obviously kind of the, the sort of, Iceberg on the horizon, isn't it? Obviously, a big game against Knox County, and obviously the stewarding is going to be needed. It's going to be essential, really, because obviously, and Knox County are going to bring it, you know, a big crowd out. Have they sold the away end out? Like, if they haven't, they probably won't be far off. They always bring a kind of a big following in the, you know, top end of the league at the minute as well. Um, so it, it's 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 very concerning, and I think that. Um, you know, hopefully um, staff will get paid tomorrow, but obviously we don't know if that will be the case as of kind of, you know, we're recording this on um, Wednesday evening, so um, we don't know about that. But um, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's all sort of in, intertwined with the whole takeover um, saga, isn't it really? And and kind of, it's probably good that, you know, we should probably talk about that a little bit. Um, obviously, Simon um, Elliot tweeted um, earlier this week about the current kind of, I don't know if it's if we want to call it progress, but 
some sort, you know, bit of an update on Twitter, and uh, we know the um, the London consortium has has since sort of dropped out um, after they were given kind of a thirty day period of exclusivity. So, and um, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, I mean, the most disappointing thing about that is that they obviously didn't provide the funds in the summer um, when they they said that they wanted to buy the club. You know, fast forward four or five months we're now um you know in a, in a really serious situation and obviously swan has entered into this exclusivity um, period with them simon and and the other consortium they've obviously been patiently waiting just to see the outcome of it um the money's not arrived you know they've, they've not been able to prove they have the funds you know looking at this this guy's track record he was at a club in belgium where the, the funds didn't materialize i think he did actually take over there but then um, you know that 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 spell there was was short lived because you know the the budgets weren't there. You know the, the funds didn't arrive, and, and ultimately I think um, you know someone else went in there and and uh, stepped in and kind of saved the club. So for me, that's that's the most disappointing aspect. So it's obviously time is is really of the essence here, and and the issue is that we've we seem to have now wasted another month. Um, you know, if that exclusivity period wasn't entered, would Simon and, and that consortium now be, um, you know, be in charge of the club? I don't know. You know, we don't know that for sure. But I do think it would have given them more time uh, to get a deal over the line and, and potentially, you know, the situation that we've had today with um, wages not being paid, that that may not have happened. But, um, but yeah, certainly something has to to happen soon um I, I just don't know really um where we go from here really i think it's it's kind of all down to whether swan will do a deal with with the local local consortium and um think it's going to be a, a really big day tomorrow um really to be honest uh, because i think if the wages aren't paid and, and that's not kind of resolved I, i'm not sure what's what's going to happen but um, I did speak to Simon earlier on. He said that, you know, they're still trying. They're still trying to uh, come up with a solution. Uh, and I believe they are meeting or speaking with Swan tomorrow as well um, to try and kind of thrash out a deal. Um, but at the moment, I think, you know, the, there's been kind of offers on the table, obviously not accepted because, because you know, we, we're still in the same situation we were. Nothing kind of moving forward on that front at the moment. So yeah, I think it's it's a key day tomorrow really, and and something's got to give. Um, because at the end of the day, if the wages aren't paid and they haven't been paid today, suggest that Swan can't afford to pay them, or you know, he won't pay them anymore, and he, he's not willing to kind of pay them, or potentially he's trying to maybe secure um some money elsewhere to to pay the wages, um and you know that that suggests that he can no longer continue running the club um and i think you know it's down to it's it's at that point now where the best thing for everyone is if he does agree um some kind of deal and and walks away but um yeah it's it's easy saying those things but ultimately um he still does hold the cards and he he holds all the cards and um yeah I'm, the longer it goes on you know the more worried i am really for the future of the club um and i think the bleaker it gets yeah, and, and I think that, you know, kind of as we've seen with, with failed clubs in the past, um, the kind of pre precursor to the administration stages is usually staff not being paid wages. So it's, it's very, very concerning. And obviously at that point, you're looking at points deductions and an and effective relegation from this league, really, because we're in a mess at the moment. And I don't think we could take a 10-point 10, 10 deduction. I think that would essentially relegate us 
um, which then, you know, as, as a knock-on effect, the club becomes worth less than it was a day ago because we're no longer National League North Club. We're essentially going to be playing regional football next season, um, <clears throat> which is obviously semi-pro. Um, so that's that's really concerning. And um, just just have a quick look at the um, the statement that Simon made on Monday the 28th. He said, um, there are some rumours and stories on here that are not correct and are unhelpful. Um, we have not put any money into Scunthorpe United for wages or anything. As I have consistently said, the Swan family have continued to bankroll the club. We are being and continue to be in dialogue with Peter to find a positive outcome. Um, and, and that's kind of where we are. And, and obviously that con- confirms that there's, there's, there's no kind of financial aid coming from, from outside um, the Swan family at the minute, as you would expect, because there's been no deal agreed for the club at this point in time um so it is it is pretty concerning and i think that you know <clears throat> realistically um if if we do um go into administration then obviously the club's not going to be worth the asking price that that swan's asking for it now so um <clears throat> we've there's there's <clears throat> a lot of things that, that that need resolving and i think that you know as as you said matt i think that the most concerning thing is that kind of swan's been negotiating with this london-based consortium um you know and he, he's already kind of asked for proof of funds twice now um over the summer and and kind of now in, into um near the end of the november now so uh, and that it's not been forthcoming so it's, it's broken down for the second time and it's just um you know people's sort of livelihoods are on the line really and people's mortgages needs to be paid and and we're just messing around with this you you know absolutely no due diligence has been done and it's incredibly concerning and um you know realistically where do we go from here yeah i mean one thing i will say about the the london group you know obviously they they've put an offer on the table they they've kind of indicated they're willing to pay a certain amount for the club and um you know the land and, and everything else in in one go i think swan had confirmed that that was the case so you know in swan's position if someone's offered him a big amount of money, then then he's going to look at it, and and I understand that he's he's going to look at the best option for him, um, you know, recouping as, as much money as he can for for the land and the club and everything, and and fair enough, you know, most people would do that in that situation, I think. But you know, when that money's not forthcoming, something's got to give, hasn't it? And I think he's probably um, got to just face the fact that he's not going to get that amount of money now for the club. Um, However, you know that there are, there is a local group that are hoping to do a deal. There is some money on the table. Whether that's enough in in Swan's eyes, I don't know. But at the end of the day, now he, he appears to be running out of options, um, because I think all the way through this, we've had a couple of groups interested. Where you know that there's always been um, something you can fall back on. But as I understand it, at the moment, it looks as though now it is just Simon's group, and and obviously we we hope. Um, you know that they can get something done because otherwise, um, you know, I, I just don't know what's going to happen really. And just in terms of obviously the game at the weekend, I know we were discussing that. <clears throat> I'm not a hundred percent sure what will happen in terms of um, you know points deductions and things like that if that game isn't played and we can't fulfil the fixture. Um, because I know Dover, um, I don't know if it was last year, a couple of years ago. They had a points deduction for not fulfilling the fixtures, a big fine as well. I think it was off the top of my head, I think it was forty, fifty thousand pounds. Um, so you know, you're looking at something like that, I think. Um, that would be my guess if if we couldn't fulfill the fixtures. Um, and ultimately it'd be points deduction. And I think maybe the Dover one was I don't know if it was they got it the following season, but again, that that's not gonna be helpful to us either. Uh, but I think that is a very real possibility if you know, if something's not sorted out in the next sort of um, 48 hours. 
Yeah, and I think that you know, realistically, the the, the kind of longer um, sort of swan waits to to kind of complete or agree on a, a price and, and, and deal for the club, the you know the, the the less the value of the club. You know, every hour that passes, that the value dwindles, doesn't it? Really, you know, again uh, after this weekend, assuming the the game goes ahead, you know, we, we don't know it will, but assuming it doesn't. You know, more than likely, we're going to lose to a very good Notts County team. And again, we then look pretty much cut adrift at the bottom of the table, um, you know, for all intents and purposes um, <clears throat> from the, you know, from outside the, the bottom four. So, um, you know, again, it becomes even more it less attractive to investors. And I think that, you know, a, a point to make is that obviously, you know, kind of Simon's um, local group, and we know there is kind of other figures in there that have got ties to Scunthorpe. And I think that, um, you know, really is the only reason these guys are persisting against, you know, really adverse circumstances because they've got kind of the club's intentions at heart, the people at the club, you know, the love for the club is there. Whereas an outside investor or somebody who doesn't have ties to Scunthorpe or to the community, they're not going to be as interested. They're not going to be as motivated to to kind of save the club. And I think that that's one of the biggest motivating factors at the minute for, for Simon and his group. You know, they want to come in. They, they want to save the club. You know, they want to save people's jobs. They want to try and turn it around, you know, try and, you know, I don't think it's going to be enough time now to keep us up this season. But, you know, inevitably when we go down, maybe to, to kind of turn us around next season and, and make us competitive. And I think that... The problem is, obviously, now the London consortium's kind of out of the picture, seemingly. There's no competition. So it's 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 this. This is the deal. You know, this is whatever's on the table, I assume, is is what is potentially going to save the club from administration, you know, from from liquidation. And really, a deal needs to be done, really. We, 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 we you know, it's a difficult situation. And I think that we don't know the ins and out of it. But really, Swan, it just needs to do, you know, it needs to do the deal. You know, cut your losses. Um, walk away and, and just let the football club live again another day. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, the longer he holds on, the faster it dies and the less likely it's, you know, going to be a thing, an asset, you know, um, a fixture, something that's going to exist in the next five years. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I just... If it's not so, it's sorted. I, I can't see it surviving. I, honestly, that's where I am. And haven't we been through enough? Jesus Christ, you know, the past few seasons have been a nightmare. But, you know, there's always a new low that we can get to. And, and today marks the newest new low that Scunthorpe United has reached, where it's not played, paid, its, paid its staff. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I, think, I think so. I think that's spot on. And, and the thing is, as well, you know, we, we've given the players quite a lot of stick. Um, however, you know, it's it's not a, a nice situation for them to be in. You know, they've, they've got mortgages, they, they've got families, they they need the cash. I mean, it's not, um, you know, we're not talking about Premier League players here earning, earning massive money. You know, they're, they're on, and, and the same goes for the staff and, and you know, everyone at the club um, that, that keeps it running day to day. Um, but I mean, just on, on the field, um, you know, the players are not going to be motivated. Let's be honest, it's, the doubt is always in the back of the mind that they're going to get paid at the end of the month. Obviously, last month, yes, they did eventually. But again, you know, the, I, I do feel for them because there's there's that doubt that they're not going to get paid. Um, and, you know, they're not going to be motivated. I don't think they're going to be motivated um, to turn up at the weekend if the game goes ahead. Are they going to be in the best frame of mind to to, to play that fixture? I don't think so. Um, so it's a very difficult situation. And ultimately, it just puts us further and further towards... At, at the very least, if we're still a, a club, um, a National League North club, I mean, I'm probably 
at the stage now where you know resigned to the fact that that's what it's going to be i think it's just worth kind of noting that um We've been, this, this sort of mess is, is kind of been hanging over the club for, for, you know, more than a year now, hasn't it really? And I think in, in that kind of time during this sort of, this one sort of tenure, we, we've seen managers unable to perform and, and whole squads of players not been able to perform either. And then subsequently that squad of players has been replaced by an almost new squad of players. And then that squad of players can't perform either. And then a new manager can't perform either. So really, <clears throat> we, we know. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is the case. Um, until the regime is changed, there's going to be no real upturn, unfortunately, on, on the pitch. And, and, and that's where we are. And I think because it's taken longer than we kind of hoped that it would, the takeover process this season, and we're you know pretty much halfway through the season now when we're looking sort of dead and buried, aren't we really? So... I think that if 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 it was completed kind of around the start of the season, I think we probably would have been okay. But I think that because it's dragged on and and the uncertainty around that has has obviously been affecting players' performances and their um, their kind of mental state as well, which is understandable. And I, I would assume you know the entire um, amount of staff on the payroll at the club, um, it's probably not been a nice place to work over the past year, and, and that's completely understandable. And I think that you know it's also worth with sort of recognizing that. Um, you know, I think that uh, players at, the, at this level they're not really paid that much. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, in 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 relation to kind of what we've played pay uh, paid players in the past. Um, I watched the uh, Welcome to um, <clears throat> Wrexham series um, a few weeks ago, which was really interesting actually. But it kind of, despite the fact that obviously Wrexham for the most part will pay really competitive wages at this level, um, you could see that some of their best players, you know, just just kind of living in your usual three bed suburban house. Do you know what I mean? And that kind of reality outside of the football league and probably outside of League One really um, <clears throat> is really kind of recognisable. And obviously, if you know, if, if our players are not not paid this month then you know it's it's very possible that that is going to affect their ability to pay things like mortgage and, and bills and things like that um, and then obviously that as you said is going to completely is going to affect their performance in the field is going to affect their performances on the training pitch as well as you would expect um, and, and you know if someone said to me oh we've, we've got a game against <clears throat> one of the best teams in the league on Saturday you know is the game plan you know we really need to get something out of this you know we're, we're kind of in the relegation zone Oh, and by the way, you, you're not getting paid this month, or at least your pay's been delayed. You know, you're going to down tools, aren't you? Let's be honest. That's the natural reaction. Like, oh, well, you know, you're not going to pay me. I'm not going to play. It's, it's as simple so. as that. I'm not sure if that's going to be the reaction, but that is the natural inclination, isn't it? You know, 
Yeah, I, I think so, definitely. I mean, I've, I've been in that situation before, um, you know, around this time as well. It was, it was around Christmas time and you, I don't know, I think it's the uncertainty as well. And, um, you know, nothing is really getting confirmed by the club. I know Turnbull said a few things, but obviously from Swan, you know, there, there's no real um, communication. So it's obviously a really uncertain time for everyone. And, and given sort of the cost of living, everything that's going on at the moment near Christmas, you know, it's just, it is a disgrace, to be honest, that, that, that they they haven't been paid. Um, and you've just got to hope that, that it can get done sort of sooner rather than later because, you know, ultimately... The football club, you know, is is a massive part of the community, but it's it's these, um, you know, the, the staff and and the players, um, they they depend on this money, and um, yeah, it's just a, a really really um awful situation. Considering you know it, it wasn't long ago uh, in the grand scheme of things that Swan was throwing money at it left, right, and centre, you know, to try and get to the championship, you know, for whatever reason, that's various reasons. That's that's obviously that's obviously stopped. But you look at sort of um, our attendances this season. I think I saw something yesterday or the day before. We were kind of in the top 10. I think we were 7th or 8th in the attendance, average attendance table. Uh, healthy, really. I think it was 2,700, something like that. You know, given the away crowds are down this season, we've not really played anyone apart from Wrexham, I would say, that have brought more than sort of 500. I think that's a, you know, considering how bad the football's been and, and kind of the uncertainty around the future of the club, um, and obviously, we know a lot of fans are staying away. You know, the attendances have been been great, and I think um, been been more than Swan could have hoped for, really, in in the situation. Um, so, you know, the fans are still turning up. The money's coming through the turnstiles. There was obviously a hell of a lot of season tickets sold. You know, double what I was expecting. To be honest, I was expecting a lot less. So, you know, there, there has been money coming into the club, but unfortunately, you know, something has gone badly wrong, hasn't it? And um, yeah, I think we're at the stage now where um, something has got to give and it's it's whether um, it can, can kind of happen in time because, you know, the longer it goes on, I think we've, we've spoken about it in recent weeks, um, it's not just sort of relegation again that, that we're looking at. It's, it is the future of the club. And, and I think for me, yeah, every kind of day that, that goes by and we're sort of closer to the end, to be honest. And and as I said, that would be unthinkable if we were talking having this conversation four or five years ago when we was a top of league one. Yeah, you just wouldn't think it it would be possible. But um, yeah, here here we are. And uh, I think the main thing is the wages get paid, and then hopefully, if that happens, it might give us a little bit more time, Simon, a little bit more time, um, with their group to kind of get this deal over the line. Um, and I think, to be honest, it's it's really in in everyone's best interests. If Swan genuinely wants to sell the club, as he's kind of said ever since the summer, he said he wants to sell it all. He wants to to get a, get it done, and he knows you know he's not wanted at the club. Then it is in everyone's best interests to sell. Um, and you know, the sooner that happens, the better for everyone, really. Yeah, and it's not as if people are lining up to buy the club. <clears throat> um, you know, kind of Swan said that in the past. It's it's difficult to get investment for for Scunthorpe United and. Um, you know, the, the money's on the table now. It's, it's on the table from, um, you know, a, a local consortium with um, the club's best interest at heart with, with people who, you know, including Simon, who's obviously um, an ex-director of the club, you know, with, with that kind of football knowledge as well. So we'd like to think it'd be relatively safe hands. And, um, and you know, you've got people here who, who want to save the club because they love it, you know, probably the same amount as, as the fans do because they're fans themselves. Um, and... There's, there's seemingly at this point in time no other option 
um, you know, this is it. It's, it's shit or bust, you know, take it or we're looking at, you know, the abyss essentially. And and nobody wants that. Swan doesn't want that because he's, he's not going to get the money. He, 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 you know, he wants to sell the club. And, and obviously we, we don't want to be, um, you know, administration. We don't want a points deduction and, and stuff like that. Nobody wants that. But that's where we are at the minute. So come on, you know, a deal's got to be done really, you know, however difficult it seems from whichever side I think that it needs to be done um, and and you know we can look then look forward to having a football club in the future because at the moment at this moment in time it looks increasingly unlikely that Scunthorpe United will exist in the next five years unfortunately oh, def- definitely yeah and I, I think you know even if a deal is done it, it's not going to be you know a quick turnaround I think the sort of the damage has been done over the last few years um, but you know we, we're losing vast amounts of money every month it's there in the accounts for everyone to see and I don't think it's going to be a quick turnaround for anyone really and I just hope if if they can get it over the line I think they're going to need time I think they, they're going to need um, you know the backing of, of um, the fans and you know it's, it's going to be a very kind of long road I think to to turn this round if if it is at all possible to turn around and then uh, as you say every day that goes on it, it seems a little bit less likely that that, that is going to happen. Yeah, I, th- I think just a couple more points to go over. I think, um, and, and one of them is is just I think the nature in which um, this issue has been kind of communicated to not only not just the fans, um, but the staff as well. As I was kind of browsing Twitter earlier, and, and um, Ollie kind of tweeted about fan, uh, staff not getting paid. I think there was quite a few um, <clears throat> staff members on that thread saying that this is how I found out found out that I'm not getting paid on time through Twitter. Um, and not through the club, through a third party, which is obviously uh, BBC Radio Humberside. And I think that, um, I think it was, you, you might have mentioned it earlier, Matt, that I think that there was an email that went out just saying people won't be getting paid on time either. So it's just kind of the the, the impersonal nature of it, really. And, and it just seems to have been a complete shit show. Um, and surely this could have been managed a lot better within the club than it has been done. You know, it's it's just incredibly disappointing. I, I imagine you found out you, were, you weren't going to get paid this month because you saw it on somebody's thread on Twitter, you, you'd lose your mind, wouldn't you? And, and, and right, rightfully so. So it's it's really disappointing. And, and you know, I kind of just hope that this gets sort of resolved quickly just for, for the, you know, for the sake of the people who work for Scunthorpe United and the people who need to pay their bills, really, because it, it must be an incredibly stressful time for them. And, and you know, um, uh, hopefully we'll get resolved tomorrow. Um, and, you know, let, let's hope that that is the case. I think that you just last topic to talk about really that we've not really spoken about um, since it happened um, on the podcast, which is obviously um, Tony Dawes or Tony Draws is um, <laughs> stepped down as um, interim to thought United manager that was announced last week, I think, um, um, which was, uh, I, I actually didn't see it coming. Um, I, advocated for it to happen because I thought we, we'd gone past the point of no return when, when you know, we, we needed to do something. And, and I think that really there's obviously no scope at the minute to bring in another manager. We can't even pay the staff we have, so we, we can't bring anybody else in. But I just thought that it, it was kind of time and I thought that the, the performances has been poor. And I think we, we did have that kind of period where, um, you know, we, we got a few draws and, and a couple of wins and, and we looked a lot better than we had one but I think we've kind of slumped back into that um sort of rut really haven't we and you know you look at the stats that they're incredibly yeah you know poor really I think it's something like 33 or 34 games without a clean sheet um you know I think we've lost like what have we lost three or four in a row now 
I think it's even more. Is it five? I don't know. Yeah, we've lost, lost more than three in a row, you know. Um, and, and we're looking kind of dead and buried, really. And, and I think that we, you know, probably just it, it's unfortunate that 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 kind of Tony decided to step down. Obviously, as we understand, he he will return to his kind of previous role with the academy. Um, obviously, a, a Scunthorpe United kind of legend, really. So it, it's it's obviously nice that he, he's retained his job at that point. Not that he's been paid, um, but you know, um. So that's good, but you know, obviously now it's kind of with 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 Nelson, isn't it? And and apparently Turnbull's now going to join him on the bench. So um, in the dugout. Um, so you know, what do we think of that? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, you know, no one can can question uh, Tony's sort of commitment to the club over a long stretch of time, and I think he stepped in um once, twice before. Can't quite remember, but he stepped in a couple of times, hasn't he? And I think when he first uh, stepped into the role this season, as you say, there was a bit of an upturn in results. Um, got a few wins, uh, but ultimately, ultimately, you know, it has been disappointing. Uh, and I think, you know, everyone kind of hoping that we get the new manager bounce. But I think we've been through maybe four or five now and, and there's just been no bounce. And it's, it's, it's probably, I wouldn't say it's got worse because obviously under Hill, it was, it was absolutely shocking. But the last few games, you know, certainly the games that, that I've seen um, have been really poor. And I think, you know, he, he probably felt he didn't want to let the fans down. And I, I think he probably thought that he was doing all he could with, with the team and it wasn't good enough. Uh, and I think that's probably why he stepped back into that role. And, you know, that's 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 the role he obviously um, enjoys and, and he's been doing for a very long time. And um, as you say, yeah, it's... It's good that he's not been sacked and, and the club have obviously accepted his decision and, and he's gone back into that role. However, you know, I, I do think it was probably right. You know, we did need something else. I can completely understand why he was given the role in the first place. Uh, I think we've discussed it on previous podcasts. You know, we weren't really in a position to appoint a manager um, with kind of a takeover going on in the background, but it did need a change. That said... I'm really not sure Michael Nelson is is that man. You know, I think he's quite vocal. I think he was a decent player, not for us, but but he was a decent <laughs> player. You know, he's had a decent career. And I think he is sort of well thought of in the game. However, maybe we need a fresh face. Um, I think, you know, we've had a few of them in the past couple of years and they've not made really any difference. Um, but obviously Nelson does know the players. He's been working with the players for a while. It gets on with Turnbull. You know, he's going to have Turnbull there, whether Turnbull's in the dugout or whether, you know, he's just going to be helping training and things like that. I don't know. But, you know, that, that remains to be seen. But, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't see anything changing, to be honest. I think it's just going to be more of the same, unfortunately, and not just because players probably aren't good enough as a collective. I think, you know, I think they're better than what they're showing at the moment um, and better than this kind of run that, that we're on. Um, but ultimately, I, I don't think they're, they're a good side. Uh, but I do think there's other factors that are, you know, kind of impacting the performances and things like that. So respect Dawes for stepping down. I think he he probably just kind of had, had enough. Um, and you and can't he, blame him, can you? Let's be honest. No, no, you know, and it's at the end of the day, he obviously loves the club, um, and it's it's probably a very stressful situation. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in this this position as as manager of this football club at the moment with with what's happening because, you know, you've got your hands tied behind your back, can't really bring any players in, can't really change it, just got to kind of work miracles with, with what we've got. 
and you know he couldn't do that. He tried his best and and he got a few decent results. But yeah, uh, whether things are going to change, I, I very much doubt it. You know, I hope Nelson can can get something more out of them. But yeah, I just think it's going to be more of the same until um, a resolution, really. And again, that's another situation that needs resolving sooner rather than later. But I think you know whose whose manager is probably the least of our worries at the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, just obviously Michael Nelson has been a manager in the past. He, he's managed um, Blythe Spartans, um, and yeah, his um, his win percentage is well, it's quite grim reading, really. It's sixteen point two percent, and I think when he managed them from um, March twenty twenty to December twenty twenty one, thirty seven games played, six wins, five draws, and twenty six losses. So, um, uh, you know. <laughs> Just to be, um, you know, put a positive spin on things there. But you know, for what I would actually like to see, um, Andy Butler given the chance. Um, that's what I'd like to see, and I don't think it'll happen. And obviously, he's the club in the youth setup at the moment. Um, but I don't think we could do any worse than that. Um, but yeah, that's that's um, just my two cents on that one. But yeah, we're we're in a real mess, aren't we? And I think that, um, let's just hope that first and foremost, um, staff are paid tomorrow. Um, and let's see how we go from there. Um, but I, I think that's 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 it really um, for this one. I think it was just important to get something out there, um, <clears throat> can, you know, considering the the, the real kind of you know um, depressing situation at the moment of the club, and it's it, it is a new low every week, and, and this is the latest low. So we needed to talk about it really. But um, you know, um, thanks for listening, everyone, and um, Brad will be ne- back next week. Um, but um, see you then. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.